Hello and welcome to Bereaved Motherhood and All Entails. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking all about grief. So grief, what is it? Well, if you're here listening today, you probably are very aware of grief and what it is and your experience. According to the Mayo Clinic, grief is the natural reaction to loss of something that we have formed an emotional bond with. It's considered an overwhelming emotion for people. It's considered a universal experience and yet an individual experience because grief varies and is influenced by the nature of the loss and who was lost and the relationship to the person lost. Experts, according to the Mayo Clinic, advise those grieving to realize you can't control the process and to prepare for a variety of different stages of grief, to understand why you're suffering, what can help, and how others can help you as you go through this emotional pain. Grief is not just emotional experience. It's also a physical experience, a spiritual experience, a psychological experience, and an emotional experience. Mourning can last for months or years. Generally, as time passes, the pain begins to ease as life adapts without the loved one. There can also be grief whenever news of a terminal illness or the realization that someone you love will die. Outside help can sometimes be beneficial to those grieving the death or receiving news of a a diagnosis or an illness. So that in short is what the Mayo Clinic describes as grief. There are parts of that that I resonate with and there's parts that I kind of roll my eyes about. And I feel like all of you moms probably would agree with me that this is a little bit of a kind of interesting definition. You know, I don't think that we can always just um, boil grief down to some scientific definition. Um, But I was curious, like, what exactly is grief? It's like some, it's a universal experience. Like it's something we've all to some level probably suffered, not everybody, but at some point in time, you most likely will. But I was like, I wonder what the definition is. I wonder what they technically say, hey, this is what grief is. So I had to read what the Mayo Clinic said. And the part that really struck me was, oh, it will last for a few months to a few years. And then with time, you just adopt to life without the person that you loved. And it kind of just fades away. I could not disagree more. Yes, I think grief is by far the most intense um, and severe pain that you experience is in those early stages of loss, those first days, weeks, months, that first year, you know, maybe a couple years is the worst. And then as time goes on, um, we do begin to adjust to our new normal. So I guess as they say, adjust to life without our loved one because it becomes our new reality. And I think that we um, begin to learn how to deal with our grief, how to carry the burden where it doesn't become so debilitating. And we learn to live our life in this new normal. But I completely disagree that 
then it's done and you, you finished the grieving process and you, you know, get some award and good job. All right. Next part of life. Like, no, we never graduate from it. It's a lifelong journey. It ebbs, it flows. It's always changing. Um, you know, the best analogy, and I know it's a common analogy, is that you're thrown in the ocean and grief is like the waves of the ocean. And at the beginning, you're in a huge storm and the and the waves are just pounding down upon you. They're drowning you. You can barely get your head above water to catch a breath. You're just being tossed and beaten down by the severity of the storm and of the waves. And then the storm begins to lessen and you begin to get more breathers going through. And then, you know, you might have some calm, really peaceful water water where you're doing really great and you're breathing just fine and then all of a sudden a huge wave comes and Mimi you can see it coming from a long ways away and you kind of prepare for it when it hits and other times it can come out of nowhere and storms still come upon that ocean and can still tassel and toss and beat you up you know many years later and yet you know they probably do lessen as the time goes on but grieving is a lifelong thing because grief is love with no place to go and just because time passes doesn't mean that our love for our child that we lost diminishes. Most people say that love continues to grow. And I think that that is true even in death. I think we continue to grow and to fall deeper and deeper in love with our children. And so we still love them. And so the love of no place to go is, is still grief. So we still grieve and we will grieve for them for our entire lives. Um, I think that often bereaved parents are the best actors and actresses out there because um, you're expected to function in society and at a certain extent, you have to function in society. You have to live life. Um, and so, you know, you have to keep your head high and do your things. And I think to the outside world, we maybe look healed. And so maybe that's why the Mayo Clinic describes grief as they describe it. Um, but it was just a very interesting interesting thought process, I thought. I was like, let's really kind of dive in and see how people view grief. Um, then I decided, okay, let's go and see what the American Psychological Association says. So we kind of had our doctor, medical doctor definition. Now let's see kind of what our mental health professionals say. And they say that grief is an anguish experienced after significant loss usually the death of a beloved person and it includes a psychological distress separation anxiety confusion yearning obsessive dwelling on the past apprehension about the future an intense grief can become life-threatening and it can disrupt the immune system it can create self-neglect and it can cause suicidal thoughts grief can take the form of regret remorse or sorrow and so i thought that was an interesting um, definition to see the differences between them. And I do think it's much more accurate. Um, grief affects us on every part of our body. And we do know that when we're grieving, our immune systems crash. Our body can't fight stuff off because it's too busy grieving. Um, we do know that in grief, there can be depression and it can lead to hopelessness and the f desire or the thought of suicide, of ending it all. You know, I have heard of so many women being like, I looked around my hospital room to see what I could kill myself with. Or I just thought about how am I ever going to live? You know, I just wished I would die, you know? So whether they were actually suicidal or it was just more of that desperation to just be done with this pain, to just be with their child, um, 
I think it's a really, in a sense, normal response to great, great loss and great, great tragedy. So I do think that that was probably a definition that the broader bereaved motherhood community could um, get on board with. But, you know, you see all different types of things on social media posted about grief and what it is. And I think that grief is a highly personal experience. And so with that, we have to kind of, you know, respect our path in grieving and what that, you know, does or um, doesn't look like. And understanding that there's not necessarily a right or a wrong way to grieve but grief is you know unfortunately a part of our lives here and something that we're going to have to learn how to manage so that we can continue to live our life because that is really really important Um, obviously there's a lot of things that can happen um, within grief that can have other effects upon our body and um we all have you know a different journey through it but regardless it's something that we need to be talking about and understand that we need safe places where we can kind of deep breathe and really process our loss and understand that there's not a magic fix there's not a pill there's not oh congratulations you hit the three-year mark oh you hit the five-year mark you hit the 10-year mark now you're done grieving no, because we will always, always love our our children. And I think that instead of being ashamed of that or having people like look down upon that for us, we need to say that, hey, no, this is the normal reaction to grief and embrace it and say, I grieve because I loved. And if you don't understand my pain or my understand my grief, then it's because you've never lost somebody that you love like I have. Not saying that the person has never lost a loved one. I would never say that, but they've obviously never lost someone that they loved the way you loved your child. And I think that's why the bereaved motherhood community is so unique and is so special. You know, I see lots of memes about, you know, you never get over the loss of a parent and sticks with you forever. Now, I personally have never lost a parent, so I can't speak on behalf of that, but I know many, many people who have, and I definitely have seen them grieve and have seen how it affects their life and that, you know, there's always things that come up, maybe during the holidays in particular, um, during a birthday, during, you know, certain anniversaries or um, the arrival of, you know, maybe grandchildren that they didn't get to meet or vacations they didn't get to go on with the family or, you know, whatever you fill in the blank where they're definitely missed and their absence is felt, you know, absolutely 100%. Um, but I do think the bereaved motherhood community is a, is a unique community, um, with fellow lost moms, because as a parent, we are designed to take care of our children. You know, a baby is totally dependent upon their parent. And so here we are ready for this child to be totally dependent upon us. And then that's ripped away. And so where does that love, where does that care? Where do those motherly instincts go? They don't just vanish. No. And and so it takes the form of grief. And so I think it's really important to recognize that, to understand it 
and to know that we're always grieving. We're always missing milestones. Even after, you know, we pass the baby stage, you know, we enter the toddler stage and we're missing that rapid growth of language and a physical development and seeing their personalities come out and their likes and their dislikes. And then we hit the school age and, you know, we don't get that first picture with the kindergarten teacher. We don't get to pack their lunch for school and drop them off at the bus stop or go to, you know, parent night and class orientation and go back to school shopping and have, um, you know, all the school pictures that we collect throughout the years and, you know, go through the different stages that we were, you know, excited and expecting to go through, you know, some we were probably looking more forward to than others, but it's still a loss. It's still something you're missing out on in their life. You know, you're never going to teach them how to drive. You're never going to get to meet their boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, you're never going to see what they would pursue to study or go into in their adult life. It's a whole generation that's been cut out. You know, the grandchildren that they would give you, you know, the future, the adult life, what they would contribute and give to society, you know, all that is squinched out. And so it's something we grieve for forever. And so I just want to give you that assurance that, you know, it's okay to grieve for the rest of your life and that we're not limited by you know, some doctor's definition of grief that's probably never been in our shoes. You know, we as the lost parents are the experts in at least this type of loss and in this type of grief. And so we kind of get to set the rules for that. And that is okay and important and something that others can, you know, definitely learn from us. And I think it's important um, to seek others out that could be struggling and to let them know that that's okay, um, that with time it will it will lessen and that we learn how to wear that burden, um, that it's something we'll always carry and we'll always love our child. And you know, what a great honor. Would you ever want to quit loving your baby? Like I certainly wouldn't. So in a sense, it gives me a comfort to know that I'm always going to grieve him and I'm always going to love him and I'm always going to fight for him and work to keep his memory and his legacy alive and to honor him in all the ways that I can. And, you know, to live my life to its fullest out of respect and honor to him and to live it for him as well. Um, and to be the mom that he'd be proud of. And so I think that that's important to get to a place in our grief where we can live our life again, even though it is a new normal and to know that, you know, our children want us to continue to live and to continue to experience happiness and joy. And, you know, we do it for them too. We do it for us both and we take them and we carry their, them in our heart and in our memory and, you know, and we can do that for all of our life. And so I think that that is just something that hopefully brings you encouragement and kind of a permission that, you know, it's okay to grieve and it doesn't have to fit the textbook definition. Um, it is a very personal experience, you know, even in the same type of loss, we all have different personalities. We're all going to take the loss differently. You know, grief is probably the most personal thing out there. And so to just give yourself that permission that it's okay to feel whatever it is you're feeling um, at whatever stage it is you're in that that's okay. It's okay if you're doing honestly pretty well and you're having a lot of good days and you're enjoying life. You know, it's okay if you're not. Um, 
you know, we have to continue to work and to move forward in our grief as time moves forward. You know, we are continuing to move forward in this journey. And so there continues to, you know, be forward progress that needs to be made. And if we get to a point where we just can't, you know, then that can maybe be a time where we talk to some other people. We maybe try reading some other books that can help lead us and direct us. Um, we potentially try to talk to someone, whether it be a professional or not, um, that can help us get over that hurdle or that hump in our grieving because it is important, obviously, to continue down that forward tunnel. But, you know, I wouldn't even really worry about it till after the first year. That first year is so much emotion, raw emotion and shock and disbelief that I think you got to give yourself a year before you even begin really working to move through that tunnel. You know, for some, they can do it sooner and, and that's great. But if you're someone that's really struggling, you know, give yourself a year before you really try to move forward in this process. Um, and then don't be afraid to seek out counsel and support from wherever, you know, you see best, whatever works best for you. But I just wanted to talk about grief and like, what exactly is it? And as I was reading different definitions, I was like, oh my goodness, we have to do an episode about this because there would have been a time in my grief journey that reading those things would have infuriated me, would have made me just so mad, would have been very frustrating and disheartening and disappointing to me. And I don't want that to be for you guys out there, for you amazing ladies. Um, I just hope that this can be an encouragement to you. I want you to know that, you know, we care about you. You're in my prayers. You're on my heart. I think about you all the time. I think about your children all the time. Um, you know, I hope they're all in heaven together, you know, dancing and celebrating and having the best of time. And um, just know that I'm here for you. My inbox is always open. So please reach out. We love hearing from you. And thank you for spending this time with us. We hope to see you again next week. And... Thank you again for being here. Know that you are the most amazing mom to your child that you could possibly be. They're so fortunate and blessed and lucky to have you. And um, you have the hardest calling a mom can have. And just know that you are doing a great job. And, you know, we're here to love on you and support you and to honor and love your children as well. So thanks for being here and we hope to see you again next week.